It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome in live vets and live from the D downtown Las Vegas. Dustin Sweetelson alongside Kelly Bidlin. The uh, Bearded Bros edition of the program makes its maiden voyage. You have a lot going on this afternoon. We have to get you up to date on, preview some games, look at some things going on. But right now we do have some drama in Columbus. Purdue, number two Purdue on the ropes against Ohio State, trailing by two. 38 seconds left in that contest. Ohio State led by five at the half. Blew a a bigger lead here in the second. And now they're going to go to the free throw line with about 34 seconds left. Up to hang on. More on that and other college hoops to come in the show. We've got a few guests lined up for you as well. Coming up in about an hour, we'll talk NBA All-Star Weekend and preview the second half. Pro Basketball Talks, Kurt Heelan going to be with us. Some college hoops with Dan Servodidio from Fantasy Alarm. Jake Hahn on the NHL at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 o'clock here on the West Coast. And then some NFL Draft with Ian Cummings at 5.30. And a Daytona uh, 500 preview. Pete Pistoni from SiriusXM's NASCAR Radio in our final hour of the show. Kelly, we have a lot going on. I wanted to do some shtick with you to open, but some drama here where an old tried-and-true strategy when it comes to betting back the team that fires its head coach in any sport in the next game. There you go. Ohio State fired Chris Holtman (laughs) on Tuesday, and they have a chance here with 34 seconds to go up four against number two Purdue to win outright as, I believe, eight-point underdogs in Columbus. We have a timeout on the floor. Which that means we have a little bit of time. Yeah, that was a weird play. Out. Still don't even know what happened there. We will. We are. You know, occasionally we will have Ben Wilson with us, our play-by-play expert on this show. Jolly. But I was really looking forward to you doing play-by-play I down the stretch like sh- there before an injury just occurred. Feel like shots were just taken at me <laughs> about my play-by-play ability. Something I didn't anticipate happening off the top of the show. Dustin, what's your play-by-play resume? You're gonna uh, have to, we're gonna have to break it down. So let's see. Uh, I began uh, as the color analyst on Valdosta State football for one game on the radio. Ooh, there you go. Okay. And and I called about four high school games in the state of Georgia at schools that literally there were seven people in the crowd with me. Around Valdosta, Georgia? Uh, in Atlanta. In, in Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay, actually, okay. I, All right. I was going to say some... Valdosta's got some talent right yeah, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, the, it's the best football town in America. I'll tell you all about it one day when we have more time to stretch out when there's not all these games happening. But, Kelly, all right, it's our first show together here, Live Bet Sunday. Happy you guys are making us a part of your afternoon, wherever you're watching or listening, whether it's YouTube TV, on one of our radio affiliates around the country. Thanks for hanging out with us you can tweet us at dustin sweetelson at kelly bidlin there's an e in between the e and y and kelly bidlin uh, of course our producer caesar you tweet him cbass underscore la and of course vsin at vsin live on twitter slash x I, I haven't um 
haven't started calling it X officially. I've tried to do the when I've been professional. I've tried to do the X or Twitter thing, but yeah, no, just just casually, it's still Twitter. Yeah, when I, when I go X uh, as a millennial, my immediate reaction is followed up with "gonna give it to you." <laughs> Every single time. So, I don't know. I don't know I'm going to give it to you. I mean, like, that is on the record. Yeah, okay? We know always. that for sure. We know. I don't know. What, are they never going to, like, j- they're never going to walk that back? Like, Twitter? Like, we, like tweets were, like, tweet is a word in the dictionary. Yes. Things like that. Like, it, it was a disaster from day one. But and what are we now? Nine months later, a year later, everybody still calls it Twitter. Just, just roll it back, man. Just yeah, roll look, it back. Look, Kelly, ego's a, a dangerous thing. You're going to learn that working with me here on Sundays <laughs> going forward. Uh, it's, a, it's a dangerous thing, and sometimes people don't want to admit their mistakes. We have another game about to tip off at Assembly Hall in Bloomington, Northwestern, visiting Indiana. I have a play on that one. Oh, I am backing Northwestern. I'm taking the two points. Hopefully we can get a little handicap in as the end of Ohio State. Purdue is in front of us here. Purdue going to inbound from the elbow. With 29 seconds left, hoping to get a bucket here uh, with them down four. Look up, looking for Edie. Edie in the paint, finds a cutter in and misses. Too much time taken off. They get a bucket. Edie slams home the miss. It's now a two-point game. They're going to foul here as Ohio State looks to inbound. Ohio State's going to cover that number as long as we don't have overtime. Yeah, this uh, I, I approve of the strategy of always go to Zach Edie. Uh, you know, it works out pretty well in college basketball well, uh, for the most part, you know. He's 7'4", legitimately looks like, you a Game of Thrones guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he looks like the Giants yeah. in Game of Thrones at the Battle of the Bastards, which is people swinging <laughs> off his arms. Like, you're 7'4", dude. You, you can figure it out. Uh, but a uh, team I do not trust come the NCAA tournament, no matter what anyone's trying to tell you. I fell for it last year. I got okie-doked by Matt Painter. He's just a dude who can't get it done when it matters. That'll be a trend on the show when we get into the NBA, too. We're going to look at some second-half potential futures in the NBA. Mm -hmm. There's a team that has let me down time and time again every time I back them. I did not do it this year because I think it's a group of people that, for the most part, don't get it done when it matters. That's called a tease, John Goulet. Ooh, a deep tease. Who knows when we're whoa, getting to that. Whoa, whoa, that's aggressive. Deep a deep tease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's, oh, man. that's so, rated properly for this program. <laughs> All right, North, Northwestern to Indiana. That's where you said you had a bet at? Yeah, I'm taking the dog, Northwestern. Okay. I think when you look at the matchup, two totally different styles. Uh, Northwestern can shoot the three really well. And when I looked at their three-point numbers, I, I was concerned there was going to be a drop-off going on the road to Assembly Hall. Uh, Their numbers, it's only like a two-point percentage difference in their ability to shoot the three. Indiana is really weird because they've got two seven-footers in their lineup. They kind of play more of an old-school approach to to college hoops. Uh, And their goal is to get to the free-throw line, Kelly. The issue with that, they shoot 66.4% from the free-throw line. Oh, my God. Second worst in the Big Ten. So if the whole points get the free-throw line uh, and you can't shoot them well, I like Northwestern, their ability to shoot threes. Uh, and it, like I said, 40.7% at home, 38 away. If they can get those threes to fall early, they can have Indiana on their heels. I like the Wildcats on the road. But by the way, winning on the road in the Big Ten this year, basically impossible. Not an easy thing to do. Yeah, this is uh, okay. I like it. I'll be sweating that alongside with you, buddy. That's uh, Ooh, let's one. go. I like this. Uh, I didn't put a bet on, on, on it yet, but who knows? Maybe we'll dabble live. We are going to try to do a little live betting on this show. So that's, uh, well, you know, something we'll be, we'll be trying to do. I think if we don't, it's technically false advertisement. <laughs> yeah, the name right. of the show is Live well, Bet Sunday. You know what would help is a little bit more, uh, a little bit more games uh, and events today. Thanks, Daytona. Uh, if you didn't notice, it got rained out it will be uh starting tomorrow afternoon right yeah. they have like another race early well, they have to do, so they have the xfinity series race it was washed out yesterday they have to do the daytona 500 uh, also on monday that's the one that really matters it's going to be interesting not to get too geeky on you pete pistoni from sirius xm nascar radio will join us later but what happens throughout the weekend at a nascar race is the tires tend to change the track you can figure out how the grip is going to be And if I remember correctly from my days covering the sport, the rain could wash away some of that. However, the Xfinity Series race being before the 500 should help them get a little bit of that tack back. Oh, okay. All right. Look at that. Look at that breakdown from uh, Dustin with the tires. Yeah, dude. 
Tires, rotors, mufflers, we got it covered here on Live Bet Sunday. <laughs> Dustin Sweetelson, Kelly Bidlin, along with you for four hours of fun. It's back to a four-point game. Ohio State just hit a couple free throws. Purdue with a Hail Mary down court looking for a bucket. It falls. It is back to two points with 2.1 left. But this one's just about over. A big upset win for Ohio State at home. It looks like it's going to be. They foul in the corner. And, yeah, if he hits these free throws, this game is over. If he misses one... I guess it's interesting, but there are no timeouts yeah, no left time for Purdue. Outs. So. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. They'll be the uh, so if it, if it ends this way, third loss on the season for Purdue. Be interesting, interesting to see what it does with that ranking number two right now, uh, ranked in the polls. Don't yeah. know how often you look at rankings, but uh, yeah, uh, they're kind of irrelevant. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's kind of irrelevant because. All that matters to me at this point is futures odds right, or exactly. make the yeah. final four, win it all, and how they're going to match up with someone in the postseason. Look, a loss like this is going to happen. But like I just said before with my Northwestern cap, winning on the road in the Big Ten feels like it's virtually impossible. Ohio State fired their head coach, Chris Holtman, on Tuesday, and they're going to beat the number two team in the country the following Sunday. That lets you know everything you need to know about the Big Ten right now. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's going to be fun once we get to tournament time, man. See how this all shakes out. Out. All right. Got a couple of these conferences are super tight right now, right? Uh, I mean, Big 12, SEC, like they are jumbled down there. Yeah, well, I want to ask our guest Dan Servadidio when he comes on at 4:30 Eastern time. There are a couple teams that I think the numbers are long because they haven't performed up to their standard. Potential for some buy-low candidates, one in the SEC, one in the Big 12, as Ohio State hits both free throws, four-point game, 1.2 left. This one is basically over. They're going to inbound at Purdue. Baseball pass downfield or football pass downfield deflected. Ohio State has it, and they're storming the court in Columbus. A massive upset. If you had the Buckeyes on the money line, congrats to you. You took the points. It was an easy cash. 73-69, Ohio State wins and takes down number two Purdue. What a win. What a way to start the show. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, eight, eight, seven and a half to eight-point dogs is what they were looking at on the money line. I'm seeing about as high as plus 340 out there. You could have got a uh, cu- couple cheers here at the D. A couple cheers here at the D. I'm yeah, going to guess a cu- couple little money lines going on early Sunday. I respect it. I, res- yeah. I respect the move. Look, it's, it's like we said when we started. I just think that angle of backing a team when they fire their coach makes a lot of sense. But here's why I didn't do it here. Because it's college basketball. Mm. I know it works in the NFL. I know it works in college football. Probably works in a few other sports. Hockey, I bet. Uh, the reason college basketball is uh, transfer portal and recruiting. As soon as Chris Holtman was fired, you know those phones were going off from, from yeah, burners. Yeah, good call. Texting agents, whoever, because these kids have agents now representing them saying, hey, where, where would you like to go? Do you want to come here? We have a spot for a guard. We need a big. If you come here, it's 20 minutes a night. If you come here next year, I can guarantee 18 a night. Like, I think that factor is what stopped me from pulling the trigger on this one. But I thought the angle did make sense. I just I couldn't get there because it's college hoops. Well, and there's so much random stuff happening outside the line. I think the other part of that with college basketball, I think it makes sense a little bit more with that sport, too. Even before transfer window where like the coaching matters a little bit more, yeah. too. Right. Like we, everybody wants to joke about Doc Rivers and what's going on with the Bucks and the NBA. It is still easier in the NBA to just plug plug in a coach because the whole team, you're not going to change what the team's doing system wise as much as what you're going to see in college basketball easier said than done for doc yeah yeah what a, what a prescription for the bucks over there all right when we come back a lot more to look into including golf riviera country club in los angeles kelly has an update and maybe has a couple in-game wagers we could look at that's on the other side it's vsin the sports betting network Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We know you've been busy with football, which is why the VEASAN experts have just released our free NBA at the break betting primer. Get the free guide today and bet the NBA smarter with future bets to make right now. Eastern and Western Conference analysis, plus betting tips for the rest of the season. Visit VEASAN.com slash guide to get your free copy today. That's VSIN.com slash guide. Beards and bets is what Matt Brown's calling the show. It's actually Live Bet Sunday. <laughs> I'm Dustin Sweetelson. He's Kelly Bidlin. The show is unofficially presented by Destination XL because that's where both of our wardrobes Boom, come there you from. Go. So if they'd like to become a sponsor <laughs> and hook us up with some free clothes, we can give them some real plugs. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask for that on the air, but I just did. I like it. There's, pre- hey, there's plenty of signage room available. You know, I, like <laughs> I got a big logo right. spot right, right here, boys. <laughs> right here for you. Get it right in the room middle. available. I like it. <laughs> As uh, Chris Farley said, it's where the bear claws get lodged in and Tommy Boy. They're a little backed up over here. All right. So much to get to in case you missed it. Ohio State knocked off number two Purdue at home as eight-point underdogs. Northwestern with an early lead 7-4 at Assembly Hall on Indiana. But the in-game betting we need to look at right now on Live Bet Sunday is the golf. Because Riviera Country Club, they're underway with the final round. And it's the Invitational now, right? Yes, the Genesis Invitational. It's no longer the Open. I'm going to put you on the spot. What the heck's the difference as someone who's not a golf guy? Uh, Open open allows someone, anybody, a way to qualify, basically. Invitational, you have to get an invite. Interesting. Okay, so I would not have been invited to any of those parties. It feels like it's the cool kid class. Uh, Patrick Cantley was your leader heading into today. Shoffley, number two on the board, Zalatoris, Luke List, and Harris English, it looks like, topped out at the top five, unless there was a tie. There was a tie. Jason Day also tied for number five. So, Kelly, I want to get into how you came about some of your bets. We'll find out what you're sweating here. Yeah. Uh, but first, John Rahm won the event last year. Uh, Neiman won in 22. Max mm-hmm. Homa, 21. Adam Scott in 2020. I believe he's won twice at this event at Riviera. Uh I believe you backed him. Yep. Did you have any concerns about getting a guy who's won the event twice thinking, I don't know, maybe someone else, it's their time to shine? Uh, Not really. This is one of those, uh, it's always a part of golf handicapping, but you're always looking for some of these courses. uh, Just have, they have, they have more sticky history is what they always call it. Guys that perform well at courses usually tend to perform well at them over time. This is some of those, some courses out there, that's not really holds true with. Uh, At Riviera here, this is one of the stickiest golf courses when it comes to history that you'll see on tour. So here was my whole 
Global betting card for the week. Um, almost all of these guys have performed well here uh, in yes. the past. Xander Shoffley, Colin Morikawa, Adam Scott, Cameron Young, all with good performances here. Uh, it's been a little bit of a, a bumpy start to the season. Uh, Dustin, you may have heard of uh, all these, uh, you know, uh, th- uh, triple digit shots winning every single week. So uh, anybody who's winning be- uh, go- uh, money betting on golf right now, good on you. This week, uh, we did talk about this on Long Shots this week. You can catch us every single week previewing the PGA Tour events uh, wherever you can find podcasts. Long Shots is the name of it. Um, and what we all, what we were talking about heavily this week is that because of that course history being such a factor uh-huh. going into it this week, we really thought the time was, it, and it being an elevated event, so you get the best of the best golfers in the world, really thought it was going to be someone from more of the, close to the top of the board winning the, this week, not one of those longer shots. That's what you're pretty much seeing play out right now. Live leaderboard right now, it is Luca List with the one-stroke lead. He went four under through six, his opening six holes today. Patrick Cantlay still at 14 under, even par through four uh, on his round so far. Adam Hadwin, the next uh, the next guy who's had a big big round. Man, he is five under through nine right now. He is in T. He's at T three at twelve under par. Also at twelve under Harris English, Will Zalatoris, and Xander Shoffley. So Xander will be the one outright that I'm hopefully going to be sweating here for the uh, next couple hours live on the show. But then top tens on him. Uh, that I'll be hoping open to get home and then call Morikawa. That's looking ugly right now. He's final. Went four under today, but finishes six under for the tournament. And then that Adam Scott top 20, that's been my biggest bet of the year so far, so that's really going to be a sweat here. Well, like you said, he does well at the course. What is it about this course? What makes it different than some of the other ones we've seen uh, on the schedule? Yeah, this is your. Th- this is what I like. Or what I like. A lot of people like to call your first kind of true test at every go- every every club in the back, right? You, it, it, being long off the tee matters here. Being accurate off the tee matters here. You're not going to win if you're not hitting quality approach shots. You're going to have runoffs off the green. You got to bu- bust out uh, the clubs to scramble around the green. You got to work out of sand traps that you're going to find your way. Find yourself in this pole of grass is not a, is not an easy. Pe- uh, putting surface that causes problems for some great putters out there. It makes sometimes it makes things a little bit easier for the worst putters out there because of those problems it causes for the best ones. So it's kind of that first tournament of the year where it tests everything. And you, what you've seen in the past is it usually, despite it being, it, it's gotten that bump to that elevated status this year, and it will going forward. It's one of the fav- one of the courses out there the guys love to play the most. It's one of the best ones to watch, in my opinion, as well. It's very green. It, it's very very green. It's very, very green. green. Southern California, where a lot of these guys well, grew up. You yeah, know? yeah, and also land costs more in California, so it better look nicer. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so, that's right. So, so seventh event of the season so far? Yeah, it sounds Something right. Something like that. Uh, so what have you learned so far uh, on, on this young golf season? Like, I know you said a lot of, like, longer winner, yeah. winners where people are shooting higher scores. But what have you learned from the season thus far? Yeah, it's uh, it, 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 it's tough right now because obviously we do have this PGA Tour live split yeah. and what's coming next. That's what we're all kind of waiting on. We're waiting on that tour that's going to kind of bring everybody together, whatever they're going to set up, however that format's going to work. You've heard a billion different people talking about it. We're still wor- wait, uh, waiting on that to really uh, really play out and, and become something official. The, the latest date we've heard is before the Masters, but that already got pushed back once. Uh, They've been working on this for about seven months, so I don't really know that any of us should be holding our breaths right now. But, you know, the... I think you could. Uh, there's a lot of people, Dustin, that could say, "Hey, what we've seen early in the year is that you've got weaker fields, and that some of these guys are being able to make a you know make a push from further back and win these tournaments." I don't know. If, I think it might be a little bit of that. You also just get some funky stuff early in the season. Like hey, there are these tur- the tournaments out in Hawaii that not everybody goes to. This is really the time of year where yeah. everybody who normally plays the regular PGA Tour events are finally here in the states playing them. Yeah. So uh, looking live at the leaderboard. Your boy Xander Shoffley just dropped to sixteen to one. That's cool. That, but that feels like he just w- bogeyed. When you're, but when you're approaching this, understanding that can happen to any of these guys at any of these holes, and they all start at different points. So maybe that where Shoffley is now, List or Cantlay or above him on the leaderboard, they haven't played that hole yet, and it could play similarly for them. Can't you look at it from that approach? Yeah, you can. Uh, List is ahead of him. Okay. So, so final pairing is Xander and Cantlay uh, today. It. So that is your final pairing. You have to keep your eye on. The problem is this is. This is one of the, this is one of those courses that I love so much because of this reason. But it is 
there there are scorable holes out there, but so, there are few and far between, and you got to score on those scorable holes. You so miss the, those, it's at your exactly out. Okay. the par fives, par fives that Xander already like hole number one. You got to birdie. If you don't birdie hole number one, you're already kind of, kind of behind the eight ball. Xander parred that. Luckily, Patrick Cantlay did too. For everybody else that you know might have outrights involved here, um, the only reason I'm kind of beating myself up because Cantlay was a guy that I kind of made the choice between. Shoffley, Morikawa, so Cantlay. It was going to take two did, of those three. Did your model say it liked Cantlay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then yeah. how did you differentiate? Just you could speak it out loud so that people understand yeah. your thought process and maybe now you don't make the same mistake again. So I have, you know, you're talking about three different guys, Shoffley, Morikawa, Cantlay, that we talked about before. All good tournament history here. So they've all played well here. You t- started talking about what stats are important to the golf course. That's everything that I punch into a model. Then it comes back, ranks everybody, you know, one through, you know, it was one through 70 in this field, okay? So I've got kind of rankings on everything. Now, this time of year is kind of when the models are coming into form a little bit because you're trying to look at recent form combined with what these guys have done here in the past. And that recent form at the beginning of the year is a little not as reliable for some of you to lean back on because some of these guys haven't played a whole lot of golf right in the past couple months. This is finally the time of year where you can start relying on that data a little bit. So you're talking about three guys all around similar price points. They're all around like 16 to you know, 16-ish to one when you talk about Cantlay, Shoffley, and Morikawa. Um, you know, shop around, obviously, you can find your best numbers. And, you know, all those, all three of those guys, they've played well here. They've played well, played well in recent, uh, recent rounds. I didn't want to stack all three in the outright boards simply you know mainly doesn't because it, it, it's been a little bit of a bumpy start out of the yeah, game no, this you, golf season you, don't know. you know what i mean you, you don't, don't want don't want to overextend yourself kind of want to get your groove and i think the biggest thing for people that are out there handicapping golf on a week-to-week basis or maybe looking to get into it like this my card right here might end up with a bunch of losers on it again today this is the first week though dustin where i have felt encouraged by my betting in the results because there are all of these guys are at least oh. lurking lurking around possibly to hits on some of these bets well, i mean that makes sense you have more of a sample size to work yeah. with off this year but also this is a, a course that you said you like the data that yeah. goes into it every year real quick on the leaderboard Cantley is now your favorite tied with list actually at plus a dollar 30 zalatoris next plus 650 shoffley up to 20 to 1 i was looking to bet his top five while you were talking it mm. got down to minus 140 it's now back up to 175 over at DraftKings. Harris English, 30 to 1. Adam Hadwin, 35 to 1. And then we're looking at after Matsuyama at 50 to 1. A lot of really big long shots. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nothing I, that I'd look at diving in right now. I mean, Sandra, you'd like a chance. I think a live top five you could look at with something like that. It's been one week since we were preparing for the Super Bowl. We're going to look at some of the sound that came out of it from 49ers camp coming up next. It's Live Bet Sunday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Live Bet Sunday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on college basketball, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get our daily best bets email, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to vsin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game visit vsin.com slash pro to subscribe today that's vsin.com slash pro it's a live bet sunday dustin sweetelson here with kelly bidlin downtown las vegas at the d thanks for hanging out with us we've got a lot of action going on despite kelly keeps saying to me there's nothing happening in sports today for our first show together uh it is our first show, show together, Kelly, which is kind of funny, right? Because yeah. I fill in for you, you fill in for me. We both kind of do stuff together that crosses over. But a lot of times the times are never, like, we never see each other Never in see each other, yeah. It's, it's funny. You're also, like, me, for people that don't know, at my old job, we used to have a partnership with VEASAN, so we'd fly or drive out here from L.A. every few months to do shows. For years and years, no one wanted to talk or hang out with me or Patrick Maher, <laughs> who I do the show with now during the week. The first person to ever be nice to us was Kelly Bidlin, and now we're here together sitting here uh, at the desk wow. at the D. I didn't know I, didn't know I had that uh, special distinction. Oh, wow. first, hey, what's up, man? Well, welcome. <laughs> Glad you're out here. Everyone's like, what are those idiots doing? I mean, you did Love tell you and Patrick. You know, obviously, we've all been running. We, you, the three of us have been running in the same circles for about 12 years now, yeah. so yeah, yeah. There was a bit of that coming in with you guys, but hey, you guys do an awesome job. You did. You did tell me though, 
a shocking first impression of me that I was not expecting. The thing you took away from meeting me first was? I have no idea. Was it, was it your tight jeans yes, that you were rocking? Yes, my I, jeans were. <laughs> my jeans are traditionally tight, too, not just because, like, most jeans are tight on me, but, like, I'll, I think a, a thing big guys screw up, this is a shout-out to Destination XL2 to sponsor us. Come on, spend some money. <laughs> is that I think big guys will wear jeans that have too much material at the bottom, and sure. it makes them look shorter and wider, and you're already that. I think I trick a lot of people into thinking I'm smaller than I am because my jeans are Yeah, tight. but like, you're rocking jeans today. I can see them right now. They're fine. I, 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 I will. I mean, I don't even know what year this was we're talking. What is it? 18, 17? So, okay, yeah. What, yeah I mean, it was pre-COVID. It was pre-COVID. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So 2017, let's say something like that. All I remember was Dustin came in dressed to the knives. Like, he had a great coat on. Oh, You yeah. could tell it was a Vegas week we're for you and Patrick. Good. Like, we're... doing a show. You were clearly going out afterward. Going to have a great time. He was looking sharp as hell. But it was just... The jeans were painted on, man. Yeah, like, man. they were painted on. I can't so, believe it. Sometimes you got to show the ladies what you're working with. <laughs> There's not many ways to do it. Those jeans did it, although they definitely ripped shortly <laughs> after that trip. I could t- I rip a lot of jeans right in the crotch. Oh, All right, more on sports here coming up because, Kelly, it's been a week since uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, this time a week ago, we were getting ready for kickoff. <laughs> this you, happens every year. Doesn't do, it feel like a month ago already <laughs> at this point? Yeah. Do, my first question is, how much do you miss football right now at this moment, sitting here with me? So I'm, I'm fine. I, I think I think for people like you and I who have been do, doing different jobs in this business forever, we, we like we know this is coming every year. You know this is coming. It always it always blows my mind when people get shocked by it seemingly every yeah. single year. Like, no, you're going to have the Super Bowl hangover effect. We're all going to miss football. Usually for me, because I'm so involved with NBA and golf, I can get by for a couple weeks, yeah. you know, and then I'm like, you know what? I really miss that whole football thing that happened you know, every Sunday. There's a moment of like being refreshed where you're like, oh, I got my weekends back and oh, Thursday nights are back and oh, Monday's back. And then all of a sudden March madness ends and you're like prepping for the draft. Yeah. And then April happens, then May. And I get way into baseball. I get into baseball as much as anyone. Mid to late May, I start going. Man, I kind of wish those uh, college football Saturdays would come back. Give me some action on Tuesdays. But anyway, it's been a week since football's over. And we have an interesting narrative that has continued now whenever this guy plays in big games. It's Kyle Shanahan, Kelly. And the narrative is that he can't win the big one. And he was asked about that following the Niners Super Bowl loss this week. Here's what he had to say. I mean, you'd love to fix perception because I would love to win one for what I know about football and stuff. And I know if I fix perception, that means I did everything I wanted to do, which isn't fixed perception. It's win a damn Super Bowl. Um, but I also know, like, when you say big games, like, we've got to win a bunch of big games to get to Super Bowls. Um, we've won a lot of big games here. Uh, we've won a lot of big games to get into playoffs. Um, the fact that we keep getting there shows you guys how many, how much we've been game, win games or big games. And I think you guys are aware of that. Um, but it's, you know, these two Super Bowls, I've been tough losing to Kansas City. Um, but to think that if if we win that, that means I can win a big game. No, that means our team won the Super Bowl. All right. So I'm not Kelly. I'm not. That's Kyle Shanahan uh, earlier this week. I, I'm not a big. I think getting the Super Bowl matters. And I, I think if you lose the Super Bowl, you do get credit for getting there. Sure. And maybe I, we're too young, and I don't remember all the details of how the Bills lost. Obviously, I remember Scott Norwood, but I don't remember how every one of those Super Bowls played out where they got dubbed the, the lovable losers they became. But when it comes to Kyle Shanahan, the, the way he's lost matters. Yeah. When we talk about the Atlanta Falcons OC against the Patriots, 28-3, everyone knows the story. When we look at what happened leading the Chiefs at halftime a few years ago with Jimmy Garoppolo, a quarterback, blowing that one and losing. And then to me, this one was the worst one of all because the Chiefs weren't even that good compared to who they've been the last few years. To blow that lead and your defense to let you down the only two times you needed them to come up with a play, that's on Kyle Shanahan. And it's now more than a trend. It's kind of who he is as a coach. So I would I, w- I would say the 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 Falcons Patriots one was worse, but he wasn't the head coach. And he wasn't right? in charge of the defense. And he's not in charge. And he wasn't in charge of the defense. So I, I like I, I think when it gets down to this, some of what he's saying there is true, right? Like we're, we're like when you win enough to put yourself in these moments. 
there is this this level of you know greatness or goodness that you've at least reached, right? That people are going to start expecting these things to to happen, and I think that there are, you know, whether we're talking about Shanahan, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, these are guys that I think for a long time, no matter if they never win a Super Bowl, we will remember them as great coaches, great players in the NFL. But when you talk about those type of type of guys, you're talking about legacies, right? It's legacy stuff. And yeah, it, it becomes a thing and a trend, if you will, if year after year you see these guys get to a point where they have an opportunity and can't get over the hump. And, and yes, there's always there's always an excuse, right? There's the, the, the excuses are named Tom Brady and Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Like there, there are always well, that, excuses. That, that, that was what I was going to say. Like <laughs> think, think about from like uh, Peyton Manning's perspective. Yeah. He's like, I won two Super Bowls. If he plays in an era where Tom Brady isn't there, how Whew. many is he winning? It's an absurd a- number. Yeah. I know Aaron Rodgers was in the NFC, but Aaron Rodgers could live in a world where there were more opportunities. I don't know the, you know, the chance to win a Super yeah. Bowl because Tom Brady doesn't exist. Ben Roethlisberger in the AFC. Could have had another Super Bowl had Tom Brady doesn't exist. They're just living in a world where the nemesis at the end, the last two times, has been Patrick Mahomes. And when it matters the most, that the Chiefs did it a totally different way this year. Yep. They were like a fighter where it was a boxing match. And like, we're going to feel you out. We know we're never going to do anything where we're going to blow it here. And when it matters, we know our guy is going to make a punch that knocks you out. So, like, and that's another that's another side of the greatness of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yeah. The, the the recognition from them, and we heard them talk about it through, through the end of the regular season of changing what this team was and how they approached the game. We heard them talk about that, and that worked, we ended up winning a Super Bowl. Being able to rely on your defense and being able to rely on Patrick Mahomes to make the right decisions at the right time, that was the key. Steve Wilkes became the uh, scapegoat for San Francisco, let go as the defensive coordinator this week, an impromptu press conference called by Shanahan, where he talked about the disconnect Wilkes had with this Niners defense. Yes, I think it was, and I don't think that just is solely because of his background with DBs. I just think it you know, it has to do with you know the way we play linebacker um, and stuff like that, and the way that you know Fred and Trey have done it here over the years, and the way we've coached it. And I mean, there's there's no one way to do things, but um, you want to tie things together. And Steve was always working to do that. Now, there's no doubt about that. But um, it was just for for his background and how it ended up with us. It was just it wasn't it was harder than it needed to be, and I felt it would improve us um, going a different direction. So Steve Wilkes let go. Are you surprised? I asked Patrick Maher this during the week on Sharp Money, and he thought I was crazy. Mm. I thought it was surprising that Kyle Shanahan, offensive head coach, would bring in a defensive coordinator in Wilkes and say, I don't want you to run defenses the way you've always run them. I want you to run the defense the way I've run them. Yeah, I think that's uh, completely fair. I think that's also why it's fair to say that, uh, yeah, this was a bit of a scapegoat reaction this week to to see that Steve Wilkes got fired. I mean, it. Especially what he did in Carolina last year. I, I mean, as an on an interim tag, getting those guys to actually fight seemingly harder than they fought all this this season. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you. Well, how about the fact that the defense was actually awesome most of the game? It's just the two times it mattered where they needed to get stops, they didn't. That's the issue there. So back to the drawing board. I'm sure we'll see names like Brandon Staley, Wink Martindale as the options for San Francisco. I think Martindale makes sense because the linebackers they have and the aggressiveness he likes to play with. I think that would make make a lot of sense. So, all right, we'll, we'll do more on the NFL later on because despite there not being a game this week, The NFL never sleeps. It's year-round, 365, 24-7, always open like Chris Hogan, who, by the way, did you know he played lacrosse? Yes, I did. I did know that one. Just make it short. (laughs) When we return, did you know the Minnesota Timberwolves are on top of the Western Conference? We'll examine the entire league on the other side of VEASAN Live Bet Sunday. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app and use promo code VSEN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. He is Kelly Bidlin. I'm Dustin Sweetelson. This is Live Bet Sunday. We've got some more guests coming up later on the program, 15 minutes away, as the stadium series gets started at MetLife Stadium on a slight weather delay between the Islanders and Rangers. Jay Khan will join us coming up in about an hour and 15 minutes from SiriusXM NHL Radio. We'll look at some of the night slate in uh, the NHL with him. Kurt Heelan about 15 minutes away on the NBA. Dan Servodidio looking at college hoops at 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 here on the West Coast. And of course, we've got some NFL Draft and Daytona 500 preview to get to. But Kelly, it is a time of year for you to regroup, to, to gather your thoughts, to kind of take a breath as one of the lead NBA betting analyst we have here at VSIN. It's the All-Star break. Yeah. First, what did you think of last night, uh, All-Star weekend, Saturday night, and that new court? Loved it. I was into the court, but I, yeah, okay, well, I don't think they could play a game so, on it. So I, I, I love that you brought this up because I, I, was, I stayed off Twitter. I stayed off Twitter, so I don't really generally know. for your mental health a good yeah. thing to do in general. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. When I, you know, if I'm if I'm if I'm not you know working or or tracking a sporting event live, I try to stay off of it. But I loved, I, I was watching it last night, and all I could think about was I would love to. I want to know what the reaction is on Twitter right now, but I don't want to see it a bunch of people hating because oh. I'm sure it was a bunch of old men hating on the oh. on the court. I could tell you the uh, the men over fifty five who tell you about how good the game was when dudes wore short shorts and knee-high socks <laughs> and wore Chuck Taylors, how much better the game was then. They did not like it. I can tell you it was a lot of fun. Caesar, what you got, Mike? 
Which courts were better, the in-season tournament or the or this all? So that's last, that's, that last well, night, not even. So close. that's where I was going. Last night, not even close. Now, I, I guess I did hear, I hear, heard on the broadcast that they thought, and I think it was Reggie Miller talking about this, but they were talking about they thought the court was fine enough for what they did last night. They would be uncomfortable playing a full game on it, which I don't really get how that works. Like I, I don't understand the technology no, that well, you can build that, but then you'd be concerned about a, a well, full game play. They weren't running at full speed. They're weren't running backwards and like the shoes made for wood like you definitely have to get the players association to uh, association to sign off on it like they're not just gonna let them throw that out there i think it looked cool i also think like maybe i'm getting old or maybe i have eye issues my eyes start to like hurt after a while really at all the brightness like sometimes that boring like parquet wood floor like color it's easier optically to deal with so i felt so i felt like that for some of the locations for the in-season no, I, hated, I hated the in-season tournament floors. Mo- most it. of them were terrible. There actually were a few I thought were too, really good, but with, much. the ones that the ones that worked out well were the ones that looked more like a basic basketball court. You know, they were like gray or toned down a little bit. Um, I, don't, I thought the courts are awesome. I, they, there are some things, yes, you'd have to keep it one color. Like there were there were some of the things they were doing, like trailing effects. No, after I, players no, I, I'm, I'm actually, no, no yeah. see, I am of the generation of the Fox pucky, ho- hockey puck. Right. Where it had like the, the street tracer. With it. Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I would be okay with like every time they stepped, the floor changed a different color every time they, like, I'm into all that. They were doing one of those on a, one of the it's, dunk contest runs, yeah. Uh, the dunk contest has got to go, though. It's, it's, uh, it's over. Yeah. Well, we can start there. I mean, Mac McClung, he was awesome again. But like, and I was he's ex- not in the NBA. <laughs> I, I, I was excited this year, Dustin, that actually someone of star quality level, aka Jalen Brown, showed up and decided to participate. But like, oh, did you say he's star quality? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star yeah. talent. He doesn't play like a star. <laughs> you can argue that. Yeah, Jalen sure. yeah, Brown's yeah. a number three at best. <laughs> I do. I don't get that guy. He, pr- he probably should be. Also, he he was whatever. Uh, McClung, as you mentioned, it's his it's his contest until someone right, else can knock right. him off. I, I, also, he has a lot of time to work on it. You know, when other guys are busy prepping for real games. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But no. I, so I'm with you. I don't know what's. I would like to see that change. I mean, we all we all say this, but now that we have we've actually seen like the in season tournament, and you're give, you're awarding money, you're giving cash prizes. I know we're talking about the superstars of the NBA. Is there not something we can set up, though, to sway those guys that way? I, I don't know. That's all I think about when I watch that. The three-point contest was great. Um, I, I thought what they did with uh, Steph and Sabrina Ionescu was great. Like, that was awesome to watch, too. I mean, shoot, at the end of it, they ended up being two of the top three-point contestants, yeah. period, over over the entire three-point contest. So, uh, you know, All-Star Weekend, it is what it is. We got the game coming up today. I'll watch 10 minutes of that. Maybe yeah. a little longer. No, no, we're not on the air for We're not on the air for so you won't watch any yeah, of it. I'll watch don't 10 lie. minutes of it. Yeah. No, there's no handicap on it. We're throwing darts later. Don't worry. I'm, I don't even know what I'm going to bet, but I'll come up with it on the fly during the show. Okay. You don't, don't want to miss that. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely fade those plays. Uh, but we're at the halfway point, Kelly, and right now our producer, Caesar went through and looked at some of the, the liability the books have, the, the bets on each team. And right now, the Minnesota Timberwolves, despite being a surprise team, I know JVT, did you get down on them as well? No. Early in the year? To win? JVT, I feel like has like a 30 to 1 on them to win the West or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he, yeah, he, you're right. He got involved way early with them, so I'm not even sure what number he's got. But he he's got a juicy time. number. Yeah. They So right now, you can still get 9 to 1. They are the biggest liability over at DraftKings. However, fourth betting shot on the board here, one and a half game lead on Oklahoma City for them, which is interesting because... You look at some of the other teams trying to win the regular season West title. Obviously, this this factors in the playoffs. Who's going to win the postseason? But the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Suns, these are three teams that do not care what seed they have going into the postseason. Yes. Uh, Nuggets, Clippers, Suns. That's what you just said. Yeah, I agree. It matters. The home court matters. The home court matters so much for Denver. Like it's, it's. They're a good enough, a good enough team to your point to get past that. But like the, the benefit they get from playing at home is so huge that as great as high of up of a seed as they can get, it benefits them so much more than almost all these other teams. Uh, that we're talking about. I mean, look, you've got a race for the one seed right now, so it's going to be interesting to see how this pans out. I do think it's probably going to be end up being uh, the Clippers or the Denver Nuggets. I mean, if the if the Clippers can stay healthy here, 
they're the team to beat right now in the Western Conference. It's just always that that front line that I use leading into it is always going to be the key. Can they stay healthy through the regular season? Can they stay healthy through the the course of the beginning of beginning rounds of the playoffs? Well, what we just talked about with Kyle Shanahan, this is why I, I'm nervous about the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Well, first, they've let me down. Yeah. the last two years, yeah. I bought in the last two years. I think I had a huge. I think I had like thirty to one last year on them to win the title. I thought they could figure it out and just. They let me down. That's the only way I can look at it. When I look at the core now adding James Harden, he's been awesome. He's awesome in the regular season. Paul George, always awesome in the regular season. Russell Westbrook has found his role with the Clippers. Never gets it done when it matters. To me, it's so hard for me, especially with how short they've gotten to win the West, to, win, to, yeah. to represent the West in the finals. Those three guys are lifetime losers. I don't care what anyone says. Not like in life, but on the basketball court. When it matters, when it's crunch time, when you're looking for big shots late, they don't come through. I have a very hard time trusting them. Yeah, and I mean, I understand that from what we've seen in the past. It's an interesting mix right now, right? You got the Clippers and the Nuggets at the top. I think everybody can understand why the Nuggets are up there. They're bringing back essentially the same team, a little less well, depth. I think they miss Bruce Brown a lot. I think they do. I mean, there's less depth there. That's... But, but, but you're betting the Nuggets. You're betting on the fact that Jokic is still not defendable. You yep. did, there's no matchup that slows down Jokic at this point. Yeah, and, you know, and if you talk from that standpoint, the teams that can do it best, you're talking about the Timberwolves. You're yep. talking about, I mean, we, we saw the Lakers attempt it last year. Lakers, then, I mean, it's Clippers with Zubats, but that's what you're talking about. Zubats yeah. being so important it's, that's for what, the Clippers. Like, he is huge. Dude, Nobody thinks about that, but it's, yeah. It's one of the great fleeces that doesn't get talked about. The Lakers just handing the Clippers Zubac yeah. when they were rebuilding for nothing. Yep. It made no sense. at the. He was a productive player when they used him, and the Clippers were like, fine, we'll take him and find a role for him. I'll tell you the team I'm tantalized to win the West. What you got? It's the Phoenix Suns. Sure. I, I have this thing. They're the Bucks of the Western Conference. Where, but, I, but I think they're playing better basketball, like especially yeah, right lately. Now they are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. And when you look at Durant, he's 35 years old. He's averaging 28 points a game. I think if that team's 100% healthy, and it's a big if. Yeah, sure. Because but, but, it, it all hinges on Bradley Beal's back. But if that team is 100% healthy, depth is irrelevant in the postseason, the five they're going to put out there to run against you, especially late in games, the way they're going to spread the floor, they're going to be killers. And once they get going downhill, they're going to be tough to stop. Yeah, they got they got enough seven deep that you that, that's good enough. That's yes. good enough. Um, I, why I say they're the Bucks of the West is just because you would feel so much more confident in both of these teams if the defenses were. You know, mid-range, yeah. top-half defenses, no. and that is, you know, you with Phoenix, you have the health side of things, but then it's also is that defense good enough for you to win? Are you going to be able to match up when Denver comes into town and be able to take care of Nikola Jokic? That's going to be a tough ask for them throughout the playoffs. So you know, that is, look, if I was getting involved right now from a betting standpoint, it would probably be be it would probably be Suns from that number that you can get on them right now in the West, about plus six fifty. If you wanted to go way further down the board New Orleans Pelicans are Warriors 19 to 1 maybe a little a real long shot I'm more interested in the Pelicans than the Warriors and the Lakers Ooh, all right I respect it I respect it all right more NBA coming up next Kirk Heelan pro basketball talk joining us what's he make all-star weekend and a look ahead to the second half It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.